Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and tuning up. This is Scott Jensen with my Ancient Wisdom Modern Health Podcast. Here, I share and explain how to get and stay healthy with Tai Chi, Qigong, and Kung Fu. Mixing interviews with incredible people and my own insights and experiences, we look for timeless wisdom and proven practices to be healthy and happy today. Chinese dragons are celestial, spiritual good beings that have amazing magical powers, can help people and do a whole variety of different things. One of my favorite types of Chinese dragons, and there are a few, is the earth dragon. The earth dragon doesn't truly fly like many of the other types of Chinese dragons, but it has the special ability of being able to swim through the earth as if it was water and then leap high into the air and return. In the lore of dragons, earth dragons maintain the level of the waters in the streams, lakes, and rivers, and most large rivers and streams have a temple to the local earth dragon. I don't know if earth dragons are real, but I do know that the earth dragon staff form taught by Wong Jackman is real and it's amazing. One of the great advantages of the staff is it's relatively normal. Well, at least normal compared to swords and sabers and spears. People really look at you if you're carrying a spear down the path or a saber or sword down the path. They will look. But if you're walking down the path and they have a staff or a walking stick, you know, that's just not too unusual. It's not too threatening. Using weapons in many of our national and state parks, that's not legal. But staffs are not forbidden. So it's a great thing that you can take a staff along when you go out. It'll help you to walk along the path. And then when you find your own power spot and place to practice, you're all ready and you have your staff with you. At 10,000 Victories, we're working hard to complete the Earth Dragon Staff course for you. This is going to be another one of our high-quality video presentations with the option to learn in a group and a cohort and move forward together. We're working hard on this right now, and it's coming together wonderfully. Keep your eyes out and sign up for our newsletter so you'll get all the information as soon as it's available. The staff is considered to be the first of all weapons. The staff is simply a long stick. It's the easiest of all weapons to create, to find, and to use. Despite being so simple, there are an amazing number of different movements and techniques and ways to use the staff. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the staff, the Earth Dragon staff form in specific, what the staff means to Shaolin and Buddhist monks, and some of the general lore and idea of using the staff and what you should develop in terms of skills and abilities from practicing the staff. I have started people in their entire martial arts program actually with staff, and then they moved into empty hand techniques. 
If you've been studying Tai Chi or Xingyi or Bagua or other martial arts, and then you would like to expand your practice, adding a staff is a great way to expand what you're doing. It builds the same foundation of stances and footwork and weight shift, but adds an entirely new dimension of being aware of the staff, of handling the staff, of using your body to move the staff, and being aware of your body while you're moving the staff. These are wonderful ways to expand your practice. Learning the staff also helps you to understand the mechanics of all of the different martial arts, and hopefully to use the staff as a tool to improve your body mechanics and to develop more strength in all of your gestures, whether you're holding the staff or not. Learning to practice the staff is also a great way to get a more intense workout. If you're building up your strength and endurance and you're doing pretty well with empty hand training, learning something like the Earth Dragon Staff is a great way to take your personal practice to a much higher level and develop a lot more endurance, a lot more strength, and even increase your flexibility and other qualities. The staff has a special significance for Buddhists because it's one of the very few items that a Buddhist monk or nun is allowed to carry. If you become a Buddhist monk or nun, you'll take a vow of poverty and give up almost all of your possessions. However, Buddha allowed them to carry a staff. The reason a staff is included is for several reasons. A staff can be used to protect oneself from snakes and other wild animals. A staff can help you to walk, especially if you're getting a little bit older. A staff also became a way to signal those around you that there was a Buddhist monk nearby. It became a symbol of authority for the Buddhist monk or nun. Over time, the staff that the Buddhist monk or nun carried evolved. In the beginning, it was simply the rod or staff itself. Later, to make them last longer, metal tips were added. Then, to make a little bit of noise, rings were added. Making noise is a good idea because it lets the wild animals such as the snakes and other animals get out of your way. They hear the ringing and they have a chance to move. It also would alert people that you might be walking nearby in a village or in a city that a monk was nearby. And if a ceremony needed to be performed, the monk might be able to help. Monks and nuns were also widely known for having medical skills and being able to heal people. Many people, if they were Buddhist and felt that they needed a little good karma for one reason or another, would also be very happy to share some food with the monk or nun. This would allow them to gain some merit. And this was how the monks and the nuns got fed. By having rings on their staff and making a ching-ching-chinging sound as they walked along, it would alert people that if you wanted to gain some merit today, the monk was right outside and you could give them some rice or veggies or whatever it was that you might have to share. As time went on, the staffs and their bells became a little bit more elaborate with higher ranking or more authoritative monks having more bells and it becoming a bit of a more elaborate symbol of authority. 
The staff is also liked by all the monks and the Buddhists because you can protect yourself without drawing blood. And you can protect yourself more easily with a minimum amount of force and injure someone who might be attacking you and you need to defend yourself a little bit easier. You might be able to just hit them a little bit once and deter them rather than injuring them as if you'd had a sword or a spear. So for the Shaolin Temple, the staff was considered the primary or specialty weapon. Northern Shaolin and Shaolin monks of all types were famous throughout China for their staff skills. Today, we have been fortunate to inherit the Earth Dragon, or sometimes called Ground Demon Staff, from Wang Jackman. This is the expert-level staff form of the Northern Shaolin system. Counting the movements conservatively, without repetitions, there are 72 different techniques, leading to an old name of the form being the 72 Special or 72 Secret Techniques. Counting the repetitions, it's pretty easy to come up with 88 or more moves. This is a very long staff form, and it's performed with a very long staff. There are different lengths in staffs. The shortest might be a heart height staff, which is really a walking stick height, an eyebrow height, which is also pretty good walking height. You have head height. That's not much bigger than eyebrow, but it is a different staff. And then we have the long staff that we practice with, which might be as much as seven feet or more. The length is determined by reaching your hand up as high as you can and then folding your palm over at the level of your wrist. And that determines the length of the staff. It's rather difficult to practice our staff form indoors because combined with the long length of the staff itself, all of the movements are very expansive. We take long steps and into deep, wide stances, and there's many leaping techniques. In terms of the leg workouts, leaping workouts, stance workouts, footwork workouts in all of the Northern Shaolin system, I particularly enjoy the leaping techniques that are in the Earth Dragon staff. Many times we don't think about leaping as being a martial skill, but being able to leap and land and leap far and land smoothly could be extremely helpful to you someday. In my own life, I had a moment many years ago where I believe I was walking down the street studying for my bachelor's degree and I was reading a book as I was walking. And although I was keeping my eyes out a bit, I was walking and I was a little with a book in my hand and I was distracted. And I had a green light and I walked off the curb. Without the slightest bit of me being aware of it, I leaped suddenly backwards onto the curb and watched as a huge PG&E utility truck with the big boom pole crane with the bucket on top go right through the crosswalk where I had been only moments before. The driver hadn't paying attention and his bumper stopped far on the other side of the crosswalk. He almost went straight through the red light into the traffic. If I hadn't leaped back so suddenly, I would have surely been hit. And I leaped back without being aware and I leaped a long ways. I can only assume that the leaping skill I developed in all of these forms, in particular in the Earth Dragon staff form, really helped me that day.
One of the other main reasons that people train the staff is to develop their power. And this means not only developing the power of your arms and shoulders and hands through handling the staff, but learning how to use your legs to move the center of your body, use the center of your body to channel the force from your legs into your arms and into your palms and then into the staff. When someone performs Earth Dragon Staff, when you see the tip of the staff vibrating quickly and intensely at the end of each strike, this shows that the practitioner has good body mechanics and good strength and they're able to develop a very powerful strike with each of the techniques in the staff form. Learning how to do this and to make that stick vibrate is one of the best things that comes from your Earth Dragon staff training. It's not actually easy to make that staff tip vibrate like crazy out there. And it has to happen as a result of you flexing the stick with both palms, perhaps twisting your body a little bit, twisting your palms, and then striking suddenly. As you learn how to do this and develop your ability to swing the stick quickly and to control it, you'll develop a lot of strength and ability in the palms of your hands. This is especially useful when you're applying grappling techniques and joint locking techniques. Then you can use the strength of your legs and the center of your body and core and channel that through your shoulder blades right into your palm just as you're holding your staff. This allows you to train your strength and power for all of your grappling and throwing techniques while you're actually by yourself training your staff form. For the Northern Shaolin Earth Dragon Staff, we are usually looking for a rattan pole. If we can't find rattan, then the second choice is a white waxwood pole. I prefer the rattan with a skin on that's a three quarter inch or one inch in diameter, and again, between seven and eight feet long. This is a solid staff weight that helps you to develop your strength and your power. It doesn't flex too easily. If your staff flexes too easily, you can't really develop as much power as if you can with a slightly somewhat stiffer staff. So that's a very good dimension. If you're a smaller person or younger person, a white waxwood could be a lot easier to use. We're looking for something that is flexible, but not floppy. If it's flexible, it's hard to break, and then we can practice developing our power correctly. Classically, the staff was the first weapon that people learned. And in the old days, having skill with weapons was far more important than having skill with empty hand self-defense techniques. If you had a choice and you were going to protect yourself, everyone would always pick having a weapon. And the staff being the simplest is the easiest place to begin. At the highest levels of performance, this staff form is extremely hard to beat. It's extremely hard to beat, but it's extremely hard to perform underneath the time limit. If you have the skill to blaze through this long complex form and actually complete it in the normal time limits at our tournaments, you're almost certainly going to win. But it is a real challenge. 
and that's a challenge that I hope we can all live up to. Thank you for joining me and listening in. Please remember to subscribe and share. If you have questions, please send them to ask at ancientwisdommodernhealth.com. Thank you for listening. Please be careful and take appropriate actions and plan what you need to do. And until our next podcast, keep moving, stay well, and be happy.